When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now when you use code DNVR at sign up, you're going to get some very special offers like how a $5 bet can get you 150 in free bets instantly. You clinch no matter what with these play-in postseason games in the NBA. Again, that's DraftKings Sportsbook when you use code DNVR. I am your host, Patrick Lyons. I'm also your host, Susie Hunter. And we've got a special guest today hello, coming hello. in all the way from Chicago, representing CHGO. Our, that's it, our sister oh, city, our sister company. You could be our, or you could also be our brother company. You could be a sibling company. Well, yeah. Sibling company. We'll that sounds, there. that Let's really rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. Ryan Herrera. What's How's up, buddy? Going? How's it going? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You got a four game series coming up, so. We're going to spend a lot of time together, guys. Oh, we are. <laughs> are you excited? Oh, very. First time in Denver, right? First time in Denver. Welcome. Never been here before. So. <laughs> well, wow. Well, well we've got out. a good pizza place uh, you might like. It's called Giordano's. Oh. We're going we're gonna to do it real nice it. for you, buddy. Never heard of it. We're going to take care of you. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be good. Ryan got in this morning. The Buck Cracker Dog. You, you woke up before the sun, I think. Oh, to get yeah. Enough, no, right, I, huh? I was uh, on the way to O'Hare Airport at 5, 5 a.m. our time. Chicago time, mm. so at Central. Um, so I landed here about like 9.30-ish. So I've literally been here for not even three hours yet. I went, checked into my hotel, got a ton of issues getting in. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and got ready and Ubered over here from uh, from my hotels. But I'm you know excited to be here. Like I said, the weather's nicer than it is in Chicago right now. So, yes. so I'm going to enjoy that. And I'm going to enjoy getting to know Denver a little bit and DNVR. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Very nice. Like We're in the bar right now. This is awesome. I want this. I, I <laughs> would you like this. a beer? We didn't ask if you would like a beer. You you are allowed. Not not right now. I'm good. I'm not I'm, right now. I need to I need to go to that Popeyes across the street first. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't get a chance to to have lunch. We'll 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 get into all that more. We got we got the Cubs as you said for a four game series here. Uh, as you saw from the headline, you know, will Cubs fans invade Coors Field? We'll touch on that. Preview the series, and we're also going to have a game. From our very own Susie Hunter. I've got a game for us Ooh. today. I'm all about games. I'm all oh, about the man. nonsense. Is, is that is that a good thing? Yeah, I think oh. so. Okay. Yeah, you're you're you are here for the pilot episode. It's only a pilot. We got to see if it gets approved for <laughs> for future shows. It might be a train wreck. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm well, new let's see. here. I'm excited to be here. I'm yes. Excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. It's great. So Ryan, first question right off the bat: okay. What has been your take on the Rockies off season? particularly with the Chris Bryant signing. I know we were both down in spring training mm-hmm. at the same time. We were kind of going back and forth a little bit on social media. Obviously, you and I broke bread, had a wonderful meal together and oh, talked yeah. about it. It seemed as if Cubs fans and all of Chicagoland area was a bit confused. Rockies, Chris Bryant, huh? Yeah, no, that was quite a surprise. Maybe not as big a surprise as Carlos Correa to the Twins, but um, I don't know that anyone expected Chris Bryant to go or to come to Colorado. Um, so that was a surprise and for, you know, Cubs fans just can't kind of let go of the big three. They can't let go of Bryant, Baez, Rizzo, you throw in Kyle Schwarber like that. It's still, it's still that like transition period away from, you know, that group that won the world series for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris Bryant and then he got his deal and he got his, um, you know, he, he got the, the deal he was looking for or whatever. And he actually came back. Uh, to Wrigley and when San Francisco visited, I think it was in September last year, maybe it was in August. 
Um, so he kind of got that little closure as far as like, you know, he went back, Cubs fans got to see him in a different uniform, got to do the, the whole welcome back. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for winning the world stick, that kind of stuff. Um, so he had that already. So I don't, I don't know that like there's, I don't know that people are looking for closure anymore as far as much as like when Anthony Rizzo or Javier Baez go back to Chicago, but it, it's definitely been a story that no one saw coming it, him going to Colorado and obviously Colorado leading the division right now like that's that's a surprise a little bit but leading mlb you you, you, oh, you mispronounced you're, you're it. Right, mlb right. no, sorry 800 winning percentage yes, you're right you're right um <laughs> but yeah no that's that's certainly a story and it's a little different you know him being in, or the cubs coming to colorado versus chris bryant going back to wrigley but again they've already had that so it's just to me it's kind of just another series but i'm sure cubs fans will be very interested to hear what chris bryant has to say and we'll probably get to talk to him today too so I guess this is closure for all of the Cubs fans that live in Denver. There are a couple. There, there's oh. just a few, yeah. I've, I've heard there's there's like a, a, a nice little pocket of Cubs fans that are living in, in Denver. So mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, maybe you have a little section of the stands filled out with Cubs fans, or, or what am I what am well, I there, in store there, for? There are going to be a lot of you know Cubs jerseys with 23 Brian on the back, but we've decided fans should go up and say, yeah, go Rockies, right? Because they're, you know, the big Brian fans. So now all of a sudden they're rooting for the Rockies. Sure. So we're going to do a good job of trolling in the stands. It's interesting that you brought that up about how quick the turnaround was. Brian gets dealt to San Francisco, who they only come to Chicago one time a year, and yet it ends up coming there in the second half. You kind of get to have that moment, maybe a little too soon almost, to, to say, hey, thanks for, for all you've done. I don't know if you would have drawn it up different. Susie, I'm, I'm curious – uh, what your thoughts were, because you know Colorado had their own thing with tra- the trade of Nolan Arenado there uh, at the end of January, became official February 1st, and then right around the 4th of July weekend, Cardinals come back, Nolan comes back, and so there's a little bit more time, but it's similar to, to the Bryant and uh, Cubs situation, but how did you feel the, the Rockies fans at Coors Field did with you know, paying their respects to Nolan Arenado. I mean, it was pretty classy. I think it. I think it definitely was. Yeah, and I know people were super excited to see him again and just to say that final goodbye. <laughs> final yeah. goodbye. He's not dead. Just dead to us. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. <laughs> Is Chris Bryant dead to Cubs fans? Um, I, I'm not even going to comment on that. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, whoa. All right. I'm, I'm, he, he might. I mean, there might be. There's so many different like hard hitting questions. I, I didn't realize I, how good I was at this. <laughs> I don't even know because like there's so many different like feelings that you know the Cubs universe have about Chris Bryant, whether that was he, you know, won the World Series and they sure. miss him or Cubs fans, Chris Bryant, you know, didn't pan, pan out to be the all time great that the Cubs fans wanted. Like there's so many different feelings that you ask any Cubs fan it's probably different. So it's hard to actually tell like whether like how many people really like are glad he's gone how many people are indifferent how many people wish he was still in chicago and the situation between brian and arenado is different because well both of them were traded but brian you know it was, it was done mid-season he i'm sure would have been glad to to stick around and at the time cubs correct me if i'm wrong were only five games under 500 at that point i think they were 50 and 55 uh when when he eventually got traded so something like that you know, they, yeah. they they could have kept pushing and going forward so that wasn't brian's decision he didn't ask for a trade. There wasn't any issues with the front office. Whereas with Arenado, there kind of was. There was some backhanded, you know, comments made that maybe were innocuous. Maybe you could take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so Rockies fans, I think, were a little upset about some things with Nolan Arenado. Not exactly the case with Chris Bryan. It's just, hey, it's business. Cubs didn't didn't offer him uh, anything. They could have kept him around. Done the qualifying offer. Didn't really go after him in free agency. So can't really fault Bryant. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, that there's different, you know, Chris Bryant said, oh, I never saw anything after spring of 2016, and when there's, like, people that sources are telling them that there was, and maybe it got sent to his agent, and never he never really saw it. Like, so it was a very gray area in that part. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they had, the Cubs had that, they were kind of pushing. They threw that no-hitter, the combined no-hitter against the Dodgers, and then went on, like, an 11-game losing streak. And I think that, you know, that was where, Jed Hoyer, the president of baseball ops, said, like, okay, Nick, we're going to sell. Like, we're trading. Um, and I guess I, I don't know the specifics of if they even reached back out or not, but by, you know, that was end of June going into July. So three weeks later, they're like, yeah, we're we're out of it. I mean, even five games under 500 at that point was like, Jed was like, yeah, this is done. Um, so, he, you know, they traded Chris Bryant, got, got what they could for him. Same with Rizzo, Javi Baez, just all, you know, Craig Kimbrell, um, just, tr- you know, 
shipped out the guys, especially the guys like Rizzo, Bryant, and Javi, who were going to be free agents at the end of the year, regardless of if they wanted to come back. It was like, don't risk letting them walk. You know, let's get what we can for them. Um, but yeah, I mean that it was it was a weird little month because I think if that eleven game win streak does or losing streak doesn't happen, if things are different, they might have kept pushing and might you know yeah, they, they sure. might have bought and tried to and then tried to re-sign them at the end of the year. Right. Um, but it was that eleven game losing streak that was like the nail in the coffin for that era of Cubs baseball. True. Yeah. It's it's amazing how just a, a streak like that can can change everything it's it's similar to in 2007 with the rockies how you know they were just hanging around as as a wild card and then they go on this great run to end september and then in the postseason it's like just like that how how a winning streak can either upend or uh just just turn things around in a general way so we'll we'll have to talk with chris bryan about uh, his spam folder Mm -hmm. to say do you check your spam (laughs) folder have you gone back was there an offer now (laughs) that you realize was going on i Susie, oh, you, you might be able to get away with asking that question about the spam folder. I am the go-to person to ask the dumbest questions oh, you've ever that. heard. That is my niche. That is why I'm here. So I will ask him. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I, I will probably not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I'm good. I'm good to good to know you that you'll be in there asking that. Making question. Making an so. idiot out of myself mm. for you guys. I do this for you guys. In the name of content. The yes. Name of co- creating content. Love it. Ryan, what did what did you think in general about all of the offseason moves that the Rockies made? Obviously, the biggest one being Chris Bryant made the trade for Randall Grichuk, added some smaller pieces on one-year deals. Chad Cool, a guy you know from the NL Central mm-hmm. with his time with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Alex Colome, who spent a lot of time in the Central, mostly in the AL. Uh, and, and Jose Iglesias. Did you think those were enough to move the needle, or really was it, you know, kind of— Kind of a break-even point where well, you lost John Gray and Trevor Story. You brought back a lot, but was it a lot more than than what you ended up losing? What was your take on that? Yeah, I mean, it felt like I mean maybe they were more under the radar signings and stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why people like didn't like. Oh, no, that's why maybe it felt like did the Rockies really add anything besides Chris Bryant? Now they lost, yeah, like you said, Gray and and Story. Right. Um, did I don't think anyone expected them to be four and one out of the, out of the shoot. I mean, obviously it's still early in the season, so things change over 162 but i mean no i didn't i didn't think that that was like oh the rockies are going to be the favorites in the west and you you had the dodgers who made their moves and i mean they're they're coming off a world series two years ago and are still top tier and you know the elite in major league baseball the padres i mean maybe maybe fernando tatis's wrist really hurts them but the padres are still a really good team the giants you know gabe kapler's a really good manager and that they have solid veterans solid uh you know just solid team overall Diamondbacks are a different story, um, oh, yeah. but so but like just those moves themselves, you, I don't think anyone expected like the Rockies to be competing for the division, let alone be leading the majors and and win percentage right now. Um, again, over one sixty two, things change, but that's as far as early returns like that. They've they've managed to retool very quickly and are succeeding at the moment. Obviously. Yeah, so. retool is probably a, a good word to describe it because it, it didn't move the needle in, in a major way where you say, whoa, this te- this team's yeah. now going to be a perennial contender for the next two, three seasons. But you say, hey, there's enough good pieces here if, if everything goes well. Could be could be really positive going forward. Well, look, yeah, because they, I mean, like, like we said, like you look at it on paper, it was like, did they really do anything? Right. Like did the loss of Gray and Story get offset by Brian and all the other pickups? I think on paper going into the season, that's kind of like, eh, maybe a wash, but... The scoreboard tells a different story. You know, the standings tell a different story. So, well, yeah, yeah, Susie, do maybe if you if you've got a good realtor for Ryan, if he's looking to get maybe get a place in here, if you want to cover a postseason <laughs> team, mm-hmm. you know, and, and make the move from Chicago over here, we, we might be able to find room for it. Yeah, at the very least, I have a guest room for you. Oh, okay. You hey, you never know, but that that extra wild card right now, the Cubs three and two, they're I think they're second in the division right now. So you never know, the Cubs I, could go on a run. I I said before the season started, there's always one team usually in both leagues where it just kind of takes you out of surprise and by surprise, mm-hmm. like they're probably, you know, destined to be the 10th best team in the league and they'll make the postseason. If you gave me Rockies, Cubs, Marlins, one of those three teams will probably make the postseason. I said this before the season, just because you're like, okay, they're the teams no one's talking about buzzing about, but you could see how if everything goes right for either of those three teams, and it will only happen for one. It's not going to be multiple, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but one of them. Just because you know, I kind of like the moves that the the Cubs made with Marcus Stroman, and we can get to all those new guys. But just 
again, like with the Rockies, there's enough veterans there and enough young guys still trying to make their way that you could you could squint and see there's a scenario, especially with the Central being you know a little bit weaker there yeah. uh, in the NL. But what's what's not weak is the DNVR bar here on the oh, corner yeah. of Colfax and York. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Setting you up there, Ron. You're like, oh, wow. What's happening here? Where's he going? Where's he going with this one? Where's he going with this one? It's so intense. Very intense. Yes. Uh, Membership to thednvr.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. Get you a member-sized beer. It's probably it's maybe sized beer. Yes. It's it's like a Chicago size. It's very big. It's very (laughs) big. Tall. As thick as them pizzas. Yes. Yes. It's It's a deep... It's a deep pint beer. I love that. A deep dish, but it's a deep pint. Yeah, member size beer. Can't go wrong with that. You get extra raffle tickets when you're down at the DNVR bar at any of our watch parties. Discounts on any of our tailgates for Broncos games, party bus for Nuggets. Uh, you get a free shirt if you happen to want an annual membership from dnvrlocker.com. That could even be one of the brand new Rocky shirts that we have. We've got a members-only discourse, so uh, you don't have to worry about politics or a-holes. It's, it's great. Communicate with us, the hosts, the personalities, and make a couple new friends along the way. You're probably going to make a couple new friends down when you're down at Lightshade, any of their 11 Denver metro area locations. Uh, right now, you can get 25% off all non-sale items. With code DNVR, when you shop online at lightshade.com for pickup or when you visit a Lightshade location near you, one thing they've got is Escape Artist, some really good relief and recovery creams, which I actually put on this morning. I had a little pinch nerve in my neck. I can already feel it loosening up really nicely. I know I'm not going to ruin my Kyle Freeland shirt that I got at <laughs> DNVR Locker uh, because Escape Artist, they don't stain your sheets. It's not going to do any of that with your clothing. So there's no worry about that. And best part is you can find them at your local Lightshade dispensary. Again, use code DNVR for 25% off all non-sale items. And Ryan, I don't know if there's any television issues in Chicago where you just can't watch your favorite sports teams. That's been a thing in Denver, believe it or not. Only in Denver. You can't watch Nuggets. You can't watch Avalanche. At least until now, we've got Avaca TV. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. Zero hidden fees or contracts, just $25 per month plus receiver. Your price gets locked in for two years. You get the nugs, you get the avs, you get the rocks, you get the pids. Yeah, the people from Denver know know the language <laughs> yeah. that we're speaking. If you know, you know. I don't think yeah. there's a way to shorten CSU Rams. You get the... <laughs> Get the mm, the Rammies. Well, we lengthened it, but okay, <laughs> I like it. We've just got to alter it. You just can't go with simple. Yeah, CSU. No, no, Rams. no. We have to complicate everything. You get the Pios, Pioneers. You get all of that, all in one package. <laughs> Evaca.tv slash DNVR. And actually, now when you use code DNVR, you're going to get an additional ten dollars off your first three months with Evaca TV. So check that out. You don't have to worry about it. Any blackout issues in Chicago? As far as like. Um, major I mean, sports, yeah. <laughs> well, then the, not really as far as like the sports that aren't the the Cubs, because the Cubs created their own network, the Marquee True. Sports Network, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was such an issue. I think it was it might have been twenty twenty, but it wasn't until like opening day they came to agreements with like a bunch of cable companies. Right. So no one knew like whether they were going to get Marquee on their cable, and it's I don't think it's on Hulu like hulu tv i don't think it's on youtube tv i think fubo or whatever it's called might Mm -hmm. be the only one Mm -hmm. of like the streaming tv things that have marquee sports network but if you don't have that and don't have cable you can't really get it and it's so if you're a cubs fan and you don't have cable it's kind of you're kind of shit out of luck interesting yeah drama all right you get no taylor mcgregor yeah rocky's people Yeah. yeah that's it yeah she's transferred over that's it. A bigger market. Her father was the team president for many years. I don't know if you know how about her backstory, but uh, you know, integral in in the Rockies uh, organization and was uh, at the forefront of of helping develop Salt River Fields. Uh, hmm. Very much, in my opinion, easily the best spring training facility uh, out there. Sloan Park, I think, is really close, and I haven't been to Sloan Park recently to uh, to really like match those two facilities together. I have. You've been to both. Uh, recent, what, like in the past. All right, what you is know? your preference? And then I got a follow up to that too. Okay, not to interrupt, but it's my show too. Um, <laughs> not to interrupt on the topic we're talking about. No, this this is what we do. Please. No, so I mean, I you know I was at spring training. I think right after you left, mm-hmm. um, and also before I worked here. But I yeah went to. I mean, of course, I love Salt River Fields. I mean, that is just a perfect facility. Sloan is fine. I mean, they've got like really fun photo ops. So I feel like it's fun for fans. Do you hear that, Ryan? <laughs> 
It's I, fine. Fine. I'm sorry. Continue. Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, I had a lot of fun there, but ex- <laughs> the only thing I did not love. So I it was it was Rockies Cubs, the two teams playing, and I was wearing a Rockies hat. I looked super cute that day. All of these Cubs fans kept coming up to me, giving me a hard time. What? And I'm like, guys, we're at baseball practice. This is not a game. We're talking <laughs> practice. about practice. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking practice. about practice. practice. So I did not like that part, but I thought that Sloan was a a fine ballpark. Sloan, I mean, Sloan is a good complex. I'll give him that. Like it's walking around, you know, getting that that clubhouse and Sloan Park itself is like top notch for as far as spring training goes. I didn't get to go to a bunch of them this, this spring training, which I wish I did, but. um, It it, gives you a spring training vibe more than it does a. Arizona Cactus League spring mm. training vibe. Like that's what Salt River Fields, you know, they, they got the mm-hmm. cacti all around. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the rusty metal and what have you. You see the desert out in the background. Yeah, yeah. so I feel like you get so much more flavor in that. At one point uh, when you were getting all the sass from the Cubs fan, mm-hmm. I, I imagine as the game went on and on, you probably just pointed out to the scoreboard mm. when it was like, you know, one, <laughs> 17-1. You just, yep. you just did that. Kept getting worse and worse and worse. We're better at practice than you guys. There you <laughs> go. All right. How <laughs> about this well. question? And I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast exactly. And, and, and I'll give a tip of the cap to Kevin Collins from Rockies PR. He kind of put it out there, this idea of what is the – what of MLB's 30 teams has the best combo ball, home ballpark and spring training facility. Ooh. Because mm. you go, all right, Coors Field and Sloan Park definitely is going to be up there. I think – no, that's backwards. Yeah. Coors Field <laughs> and Salt River Fields got to be up there. I think Sloan Park and Rigney, Wrigley is probably going to put themselves in mm-hmm. the top five. And then from there, it, it could weed a couple things out. Like PNC Park in Pittsburgh is, is very, very popular – PNC field uh and it's beautiful that usually always makes top five top ten but where they play down in Bradenton is just okay mm-hmm. a lot of those Florida facilities are just okay yeah I mean I I don't know that I'm like qualified to comment on it because again I didn't I didn't get to see too many of them like I saw Sloan twice and then uh with a Giants play, I can't remember what it's called in Scottsdale. I think they Scottsdale are Scottsdale Stadium. Yeah, there you go. That, Which is and that one's nice. That Those one's nice. two could be up there with yeah. Oracle so and Scottsdale Stadium. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, as far as even if Sloan wasn't the best park, I mean Wrigley Field is kind of its own. Like, I mean, I don't know if that still has landmark status, but it's like it's still its own environment, its own you know the atmosphere. Cubs fans don't. There's a lot of Cubs fans that don't go there specifically. Just they want to watch baseball. It's like the feeling of being at Wrigley Field, um, yeah. and so that's why you know Wrigley Field always gets, especially when before the renovations when it wasn't even like you had the you know it was just kind of crappy. But um, you know it it was always still like on the top of like list of where people want to go watch oh, a baseball yeah. game, mm-hmm. and then the renovations obviously improve a lot of things. Um, but you know that that's why I think you know Wrigley will be up there regardless of how good or bad it's its spring training facility is i would like to get down there again next year and check out a bunch of the other parks that are out there so maybe next year i'll come back on the dmvr show and i can i have a better answer for you we'll get a full report yeah there you go Dodge i have an i have an unpopular opinion about wrigley yeah it's not my favorite oh, i did I not enjoy have you been there really? since the renovations i haven't i, I was haven't there actually. well i was at every ballpark last year oh yeah so, so yes oh, wow. unless they've done something in the past couple of months they've, that they didn't know they've about. renovated on top of the renovations yeah probably not. <laughs> would you not enjoy about it the beer prices no i couldn't see anything what do you mean you can from see? where i was sitting where were you i was uh, behind a, a pillar i was behind like <laughs> behind a pillar a, they, are, they, they are those <laughs> she had an obstructed view i had an obstructed view i couldn't see anything uh, i hated that i'm like why am i at this game if i can't, can't see walk the around game? i mean you it's, can't it's walk old around. it's old school in that way yeah at uh, least at Fenway, you get the history. You can walk around. There's less obstructed views. Um, and, I kn- and yeah, Cubs fans hate me for saying this. Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of those pillars up there that, like, just you can't see anything on the field. So, you, I mean, it's kind of on you for not getting the right ticket, but... Have you ever, have you ever? You I, can leave. I'm gonna say, <laughs> Susie, I, I got one. Don't worry. I, I, I'm going to hit him hard with one here in That's a second. Have you ever, have you ever gone to a game uh, in one of the buildings outside, like sat on the, on the actual rooftops? Oh, the rooftops? No, yes. I have not. No. That's, that's like a bucket list thing. I, that I is, definitely yeah. would like to do that. They now. are quite expensive. Well, they, like, the what, what they did was, and I don't, expensive. yeah, I don't know how, how many the Cubs actually own. I imagine they 
probably invested in a couple of them. Most of them, I think. And they've like reno- they renovated, so it's like this is basically a suite. It's like the building is a suite where you go, like the the top floor, not the roof, but the top floor, I think, is like open bar and there's food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you go up and then yeah, watch yeah. the game. And so like that, that's smart. Like that, that I think that's that's a good investment. We know the Cubs have invested a lot in that area. Yeah. Similar to the Rockies. They've they've got a lot in common, these two teams. Yeah, well, it's like, and then those those rooftops, of, well, I always see like the old like 70s and 80s photos of like people that just lived in those apartments that would go on the roof like with, you know, little, uh, what is it, coolers, of cooler? coolers? Yeah, coolers of beer yeah. and stuff like that. Just get their lawn chairs out there watching games. I'm like, that would have been like the way to watch a baseball game. Just yes. literally you live in that apartment, you just walk upstairs real quick. You can watch the game, full view, and not even have to worry about paying a ticket. Like that's, that sounds like an ideal way to watch a baseball game. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing! Oh yeah, and there's that house out there with the Budweiser all over the uh-huh. uh, the roof, which I, th- I think it might be obstructed now, right? You can't see it anymore, can you? I, yeah, I think I think it is. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, because the the right field scoreboard I think might be in its way, depending where right you're at. Right field's probably blocking. Yeah, the depending Budweiser's where you're at, left center. Depending where you're at, but yeah, no, yeah. That that was also one of the issues when they were talking about putting up those scoreboards was like. People across the rooftops yep. were like, really like, this is gonna screw us out of a lot of money because yeah. no one's gonna want to come watch on the on the, on our roofs because they can't see anything. But I don't. I mean, I, I like you said, I'm the Ricketts probably bought up a bunch of those, so may not matter that much to them anymore. But um, that was an issue when yeah. they were talking about those renovations, which ended up being a billion dollars. I don't know. Couple I don't remember bucks. exact price, but yeah, we got a brand new facility down in uh, Glendale. We're we're training the future of the American rugby team. Uh, they're called the American Raptors. It's a, a group comprised of, of athletes from all kinds of sports, football, basketball, baseball, you name it. They're learning the sport of rugby now in the quest to win the Rugby World Cup. Go to AmericanRaptors.com for your free tickets and check out our very own Colton Strickler on the DNVR Rugby podcast, dropping every week with info on basics while also interviewing top athletes, coaches in the sport. He's also going to give you some excellent betting tips on this year's Super Rugby as well. Go to AmericanRaptors.com. And, Ryan, this is for you. Hopefully you got your five travel packs from Athletic Greens because oh, we yeah. know how eating ballpark food, what it can do to you. Oh, yeah. But you start your day off the right way, get your gut health in, in the positive, in the black, looking good, feeling good, absorbing those 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens that help start your day the right way. Give you a little more clarity before that first cup of Strava Craft coffee, whatever it may be. But athleticgreens.com is hooking you up. They're going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. It'll take you through a four-game series and then some. Oh, yeah. It's going to help you out in a big way. Fantastic. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ROC, the first two letters in Rockies. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, before we get to our new game, told you I got we got to get Ryan back. So we got we got to pick on you because we've been talking a lot about the Cubs. We haven't even we haven't even gotten into say a Suzuki at all. Uh, but you know, Coors Field or uh, Wrigley Field is the oldest ballpark in the National League, right? Yes. Uh, Except yes. it isn't. Asterisk. Okay. Did good. you know that part of Coors Field predates Wrigley Field? Does it? It does. Right. And in what in what way? Well, like we'll the show. field itself or the part like the buildings? <laughs> like what what when Earth was created, that <laughs> section of was Denver there. was developed. No, no. There there's a building in right field. Okay. Um you 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 know, it there's a uh, a safe or out little uh neon sign that lights up at nighttime. We'll we'll show it to you, but it's in right field. It used to be called the Student Movers Building. Uh and I think it predates Wrigley by I want to say maybe even almost like a decade, and so for whatever reason they said, oh let's let's build a stadium around it. This it's not the same thing like in Petco, right, where they yeah. got the Western Metal Supply Company, <laughs> but they do have an old building there that actually predates well, there you go. Wrigley Field. So, so yeah, so asterisk because yeah, the full. We'll say the 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 full the oldest full ballpark. Yes, we'll <laughs> you need to because because we'll Rockies fans are are going to have to correct you on that. So. We we we've got some we've got that feather yeah. in our cap. We I noticed, need it. I noticed, we needed that. I noticed Nathan said Bud Black Manager of the Year. Patrick, I don't remember if I ever told this to you. I definitely haven't told this to you. Did you know that uh, Bud Black is a, sort of a movie star? Bud Black is a movie. The star. movie star. He's kind of a movie star. Oh, uh, yes. I think. Uh, what was it? Was it a scene in like Major League? So, or it was like an aerial view. But go ahead, yeah, I, I, so, something like that. Go. So for there's it. a it was a 1993. It's a movie called Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. based on like you know this 
twelve or thirteen year old kid breaks his arm. And Henry like, Rowan Gardner. Henry yes, Rowan Gardner. Yep, Earl. yep. Um, and so in the beginning of the movie, there's a bunch of aerial shots of Wrigley Field. And at this time, Bud Black was on the Giants. I want to yes. say. And if you watch, and like you just kind of watch, they, you know, they're introducing all the people's names, and Thomas Ian Nicholas' name pops up. One of the one of the aerial shots is like four Giants running across the field, warming up, and I think the one all the way on the left is Bud Black. And he told us that because he because I was filling in for Thomas Harding, actually a good friend, Thomas Harding, uh, for MLB last year when the Rockies were at Wrigley Field, and I don't know how it got brought up, but Bud Black was telling us about it, so I went and looked. <laughs> found found that clip and I showed him I was like is this you he's like yeah that's me that's me and it was but I mean Bud Black's an awesome awesome dude but like that was just kind of funny like I never would have guessed that I would have ever just randomly some random aerial shot of Bud Black running across the field with three other Giants players it's pretty funny oh my gosh I need to rewatch this movie now oh, yeah. oh my gosh I love this story yeah, just just for the beginning scene just you don't have to watch the rest of it just watch <laughs> the beginning so. scene no it, it's, it's a good movie I like it it could remembered. happen you know if the, the tendons fuse really tight like his doctor says oh, yeah, yeah. it could happen uh yeah I I had heard that but hadn't hadn't fully absorbed that story I'm, I'm glad glad you brought no, that it was, up it was funny because he he said it I don't even know, remember how it got brought up it was probably something dumb that we were just talking about. And we were still on Zoom, too. Mm. And I think he was just talking about his first time at Wrigley sure. or something. And he brought it up. I'm like, I got I to gotta find this now. So we found him on the field, and I showed it to him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's me. That's me right there. So from rookie of the year to manager of the year. Oh, there you go. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That's, that's what Ryan said. But Susie's got to <laughs> say something, too. Go ahead, Susie. Okay. Let, game. Oh, we've got a game for you oh, today. Let's do it. I have compiled some nonsense for the DNVR Rockies podcast. It's called Say What? I'm going to say some quotes from around the baseball world, and I'm going to see if you guys have been paying attention and can figure out who said these quotes. Are you ready? At first, Ryan, let's work together as like a team so we can figure this out. And then if someone takes a lead, the the Uh, other person probably won't give them help. But let's see if we can figure this out so we look smart together. All right. All right. I tried to, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. All right. So first, quote number one. Okay. I think, honestly, robbing a homer is better because someone else is connected to that, the pitcher. Okay. So I know someone who's robbed a home run recently. I I don't know. There's been a, too many other ones in MLB. So Randall Gritchick did it okay. uh, on Monday night. Well, what was the last part of that quote? It was... Oh, he's getting into it. Th- oh, okay, can, okay. Yeah, I think, you should hear it twice. You're all right. All right. I think, <laughs> honestly, robbing a homer is better because someone else is connected to that, the pitcher. Better than what? I don't... I, I feel like it'd have to be an outfielder, but that second part is making me think it's yeah, a pitcher. Did, did someone, do, you want, like, do you want the rest of the quote? Yes. Sure. yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that. <laughs> maybe that line. would help. All right. You always get the question of what's better, hitting a home or, or robbing a home run. I think, honestly, etc. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm going to go. And I didn't. I didn't hear this actually. Which I'm like, oh man, I need to be all over this since it's a Rockies quote. But so I'm going to go with center fielder Randall Gritchick after his big catch on on Monday that. Uh, Turn the tables and, yeah. and save the game. I, I will second that. I'll okay. second it. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. Yes. I can't right. believe you didn't Let's hear go. that quote. <laughs> that, me too. Like, maybe I read it and I forgot. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But yeah, Randall Gritchick said that Tuesday night. What a great catch. He was number was one on one. Sports you Center, you know? That's right. There you go. All right. You guys ready for more? Let's do it. Yes. All right. This is, this is one that makes me laugh. Okay. All right. I could have hit four home runs yesterday, four grand slams, and it wouldn't have had the attention I had last night. Okay. So these are all Crickets. Rockies quotes. No, these are not all Rockies not all quotes. Rockies quotes? They're oh, not man. all Rockies quotes. We're going from all over. So it almost sounds like this person made an error of some sorts, right? Because he's like, oh, even if I hit four grand slams, it wouldn't have mattered because they would have just remembered this uh-huh. thing. And so there's, there's, I've got only one thing that's like, Seems nefarious that that I know of. I mean, well, we we did have a plunk fest in Cubs Brewers. Sure, we know that, and and the mayor is going to be going on. Uh, the mayor of Chicago, Keegan Thompson, uh, will will be pitching on <laughs> on Saturday for the Cubs. But I don't, I don't think it was him because it sounds like he did something wrong. Uh, is it? I was thinking Alec Bohm, Bomb. That's who I was thinking. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, That that's who I was thinking because I I I hate this friggin' place. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Redacted. Yeah, redacted. Yeah, I'm I'm also gonna go Alec Bomb. I like that. 
All right. You know what? I I like your logic here, but you're wrong. (laughs) Terrible. A's catcher Sean Murphy about his butt going viral. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. What happened with his butt? He was hit by a pitch right on the buttocks. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there was a lot of bounce on it, respectfully. Well, he pushed it out, I think, actually, is what he did. (laughs) It looked like he pushed it out a little bit. It was, if you look at it. He had the recoil on it. Yeah. I feel like it was, I did see clips of that, like it was broken down like the Zapruder film, you know, and uh, JFK in Dallas, where it was like, first it was a clinch, then it was a push out, then it got plunked, then it wobbled. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You have seen it. Clearly. A few times. (laughs) A few times with that description. It's mesmerizing. (laughs) Respectfully. Respectfully. He he said he's gotten a lot of compliments on this, but he's not (laughs) mad. He's just happy that if he's going to get hit by a pitch, someone can enjoy it. Catchers, I mean, let's face it, catchers do have the best butts of all baseball players. They're always squatting. Respectfully. Respectfully. Respectfully, yeah. Yes. Professionally, they have the nice... Professionally, too. As as professionals. Yes. This is... We're endorsing him on LinkedIn for this. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to move on. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, next one. LinkedIn reference. That's the first one on the show. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. you, Thank you. You did it. All right. Next one. Where are you going to go? Let's start there. I mean, sell the team to who? I know this is a. Uh, I read that this morning. That's a, what's his name? Castellini? No, is it? Is the red the Reds owner? So it, it, I don't know if it was the, like the owner, but like the COO. Yeah, was talking about it. Uh, yeah, I've said the. It, it sounds like it could be Dick Monfort. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't have been wrong if you saw that. But again, we uh, we we do our homework and, and and we read up. But yeah, it's whoever represents it yeah. could have been it could have been uh bob it was, it was, it was phil castellini it was, for sure. yep, it was so it was red's yeah. president phil castellini bob's son said go. this on the radio ahead of their home opener he also added in part if you want to look at what you would do with this team to have it be more profitable it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere mm, else so be wolf. careful what you ask for yes that, that is was, the that is also worse. part of the quote that was quite a quote and it was also like He's not that wrong, but also like you're gonna say that you can't say it, right. It's like we know it, but you can't say yeah. it. He said it. He no, said it on the radio, and then he was asked again by a TV reporter later on in the day, and yeah. he doubled down. And he doubled down, and then he put out like a three sentence <sighs> apology, like a few hours later. That totally wasn't. Dick at Monfort the behest rolled of PR. out of bed, clicked his heels, and was like, "I just moved up one notch in the best owners in MLB baseball list. He's now one higher." Well, what I didn't realize about uh, Reds fans is that during the offseason, a bunch of them raised money and bought a billboard that said, hashtag sell the team Bob. Mm. I, did, I did hear that, actually, too. Yeah. Also, there, there's mm, – see, that's tough. I think you could do that in Denver and someone would be like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm from Montreal or I'm from Europe, whatever. I'm I'm an I'm a, uh, oil baron from another country. And they're like, I'm going to stay in Denver. Like, this is nice. Like, this is good. I'll, I'll uproot my family. Whereas, A – I don't know how many billionaires are in Cincinnati. And B, if you bought that team, you go, wait, there's not even an NBA team here? Wait, there's not even a a hockey team here? Yeah, maybe we do need to look to move to Nashville or something like that. So, yeah, that's one that you really got to be careful what you wish for. Yeah, just a couple of quotes could completely derail the entire city of Cincinnati. We got two Uh. two out of three here. Yeah, you guys are doing a good job. I think we might have time for for maybe about two more. Two more? I'll give you guys two more. Okay, here's the next one. Okay. I looked at the board and I was like, man, we have a sick lineup. <laughs> All right. So it's got. Who talks like that, first off, right? We have a sick lineup. It's going to be a younger player. Yeah. I don't know that Maybe. the Rockies have. Mm, Ryan McMahon, he talked like that. He's from California. I, although I haven't heard him say sick. Sick lineup. We got a sick lineup. See, so I would say it would have to be like a good team, but at the same time, right, like no, the there Dodgers. are no players that are gonna say their lineup sucks. So, is there anybody young on the Dodgers that would say I don't? I don't know Gavin Lux to be a very quotable player. I don't know. Uh, he would be one of the youngest ones. Hmm. It just feels like a like a young player that like looks. I was like, damn, like I'm in the majors with all these guys. Like Toronto has a sick lineup. I do, and I feel like that's a quote someone from Toronto would say. Hmm. But who uh, I'm, uh, I'll say I'm gonna say Bo Bichette is my guess. I'm locking Bo it Bichette? in. Ryan, I feel like you're gonna go a different way on this one. This one could be Ugh. this one could be pivotal for us in breaking the I just, I just, two I just, two tie. 
I, I mean, you I could go Rockies. I mean, I, I'll help you out. Ryan McMahon, I haven't heard him say sick. He could say that. And he did sit out the game on Tuesday. He did, you know, he, he was bruised. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got hit uh, with with a ground ball during batting practice off the bat of Elias Diaz and was plunked uh, by two pitches in the game. Got the day off. Could have been asked, hey, you know, you're not in the lineup. Hey, that's all right. I, oh, still a sick sure. lineup. Look at who we got. So maybe I. I don't know why this is popping in my head, okay. and I'm I'm just gonna go for it, okay. and it's probably like w- less than one percent chance is <laughs> right, but I'm gonna say Dylan Carlson of the Cardinals. All right, you guys have given me some guesses. You were in the right division. It uh, was out of the AL East. Well, it was, was a former Rocky, our old friend Trevor Story Trev- said oh, that about wow. his Red Sox lineup, but it was foreshadowing what? because he had been out of the lineup, sick with food poisoning. <laughs> oh. My goodness. Yes. A sick lineup. It's a pun. Oh, it was a, a sick there was lineup. A tell there. It's mm. yes, there was a tell there. Luckily he is better. He woke up Wednesday morning feeling better, got his first RBI with his new team. So I don't feel too bad about making fun of him for having food poisoning. Do we know if he had diarrhea? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know this do we know this story? Should I ask him now? About having no. diarrhea? No. No? All right, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> off air? <laughs> off air about <laughs> diarrhea. Why is everybody laughing? Um, do you guys want one more? We, sure. We do. do we got to break this tie here. All right. All right. So here we go. If I ever get another cat down the road, I think I'm going to name him Justin Furlander. It's got to be someone on the Astros, right? <laughs> Probably. And someone with a cat. Who did the Astros play? I mean, could it be... I didn't actually see what Verlander did in his first start. Like I say, if he dominated against whoever, did they play Seattle? They played the Angels in the first series. Okay. It's probably going to be his teammate, a, a teammate of his. Wow. I went pretty I, I, obscure, I, I guess. I'm going to go Alex Bregman. Okay, okay. Can I have the quote one more time, please? <laughs> if I ever get another cat down the road, I think I'm going to name him Justin Furlander. I'm really locked on this another cat. I'm like, okay, uh, who had a cat? Who I don't know why somebody? Bregman strikes me as a cat person, but I'm I'm, gonna, mm. I'm feeling more confident in Bregman every That's second I take. say it. That's a good take. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> it's a weird quote, so why not go with a weird guy who said it? Zach Greinke? Um, I like the Astros that? You like anymore, that though. though. No, I know, but still, if he was fair. asked the question. That's fair. My, yeah. That's definitely an answer he would say. All right, yeah, you guys are both wrong. Oh. Um, uh, you guys were too tied to current players. It was actually our friend Spilly. Ryan Spielborg said it yesterday oh, wow. on Loud Outs. He misheard his co-host Brad Lidge when mm-hmm. he was talking about Justin Verlander. Um, so Spilly announced that he would love to name his cat Justin Furlander. <laughs> there you go. There we man. go. <laughs> I, I don't keep uh, track well enough of the pets uh, by all the AT&T Sportsnet people, but I need to now if I want to win, say what, the next time we do it. I guess so. I was afraid you might get that one because I know we listen to a lot of the same shows yes. on MLB well, Network I'm glad, he, I'm glad he did not get it. I'm really glad you didn't. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, hey, all right. Well, it's a tie. It's a tie. You know, a gentleman's tie. Is, is that what's going to happen this weekend? <laughs> two and two? Cubs take two, Rockies take two. Mm, let's let's look at the Stroman on the bump tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, uh, maybe. Yeah, that could be a two-two tie. We'll see. Let's I don't look at the pitching matchup starter, that we yeah. got. So we got two lefties for Thursday: Justin Steele against Kyle Freeland on Friday. Marcus Stroman, Herman Marquez. That's a banger. That's a you can't miss that game on Friday night. That's gonna be a good one. The mayor of Chicago, Keegan Thompson, against Antonio Senzatella, and on Sunday, Drew Smiley against Austin Gomber. Another match of two left-handers there. So you know I don't, I don't know that uh, that Keegan will actually be pitching on Saturday. That hasn't been announced, and he's still appealing a suspension. So oh, that's true. That's there, true. He didn't serve it yet. There's no who else. Who else would it be? Do you think? Get Daniel Descalso, no, sign a- him up, throw him out there. No, Alec Mills is definitely not. He, he's definitely not pitching, is what uh, I'm pretty sure David Ross told reporters the other day. You guys have a lot of players on the IL. You <laughs> kind of have like the IL All Stars, Angelton Simmons. Your shortstop, Wade Miley. no, David Bodie, right yeah. from uh, he's a Colorado kid. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's not there. Sixty he's, day. Yeah, Edward Alzwey, Cody good. Boyer, uh, Wade Miley still on the eye. Uh, Alec Mills m- might be back sometime soon, but definitely not Saturday from what I what I read. Bullpen I mean, game. Maybe. I think uh, maybe that's why. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna ask Ross this today too, but maybe that's why they haven't named a starter because they're still trying to figure out this 
you know, Keegan Thompson situation. Right. Um, he didn't pitch in Pittsburgh, I want to say. Um, so that could be the reason. Like, they're not only is he trying to appeal the suspension, but they're also right. like, we don't want to pitch you on Wednesday when we want you to pitch on Saturday. So they could slide in on Friday and then, you know, well, uh, wipe off the appeal and say, okay, I'll just serve it kind of where it's convenient yeah. there. Depends so we'll see if they've got any off days next week. Uh, do you want to talk real quick too before we get out of here? Say a Suzuki. I mean, it's still early, but Quite. he seems to be everything as advertised, right? What he uh, he's seen about twenty four pitches outside the strike zone. He swung at one of them, four percent chase rate on pitches outside the zone. League average thirty two percent. Oh, and what did he do on that one pitch outside of the zone? He got base hit. Yeah, that was the other day. I think it might have gone up a little bit. I think he's more like eight percent, but even that's yeah. still like that's elite level like not Amazing. not chasing and ross kind of said it himself but it's also like maybe that's a little bit of to his detriment that he's also like like those borderline pitches he's letting them go rather than chase them like he maybe he's not seeing the strike zone as wide as like umpires have it or maybe not adjusting to the umpires yeah so his chase rate's pretty high i think it's going into today was second uh in baseball um not chase uh, not chase rate is um called strike rate uh right per fan graphs uh, so it's second in baseball, uh, but again, his his uh, his outside zone swing percentage, whatever you call it, is the best in baseball. His contact rates like at eighty eight percent or something like that. So when wow. he does swing, he hits the ball and hits a. He's like, it was over a ninety mile per hour exit velocity on average when wow. you know all his batted balls. So, um, yeah, as advertised, honestly, like he, you know, the, touted as a very um, you know powerful hitter. He's got three home runs. Um, that he brings a lot of, you know, not a lot of swing and miss. Again, we talked about, his, you know, his, I think his, um, I think his whiff rate is like 11%, 10%, something like that, which yeah. again is also very low. Um, and he has really good plate discipline. So Ross himself said he's going to, he's probably going to get, you know, a lot of called strike, called strike threes on him while he's, you know, adjusting. But as long as he's not chasing, which as his chase rate shows is, is very small. Yeah. Um, and then once he kind of figures out how umpires call balls and strikes and maybe starts swinging at more of those borderline pitches, um, but the, just to play discipline to not chase and to yeah. kind of stick to his own what he thinks, I think, I mean, just those three things is very, as advertised from what Jed Hoyer was talking about, what David Ross talked about, what we've seen um, coming out of Japan. It's just, it's very clear that he is going to be a very good hitter as pitchers make adjustments to him, they will. Like, we expected this huge adjustment period just coming from Japan to Major League Baseball. So far, hasn't happened. But just like any other rookie, pitchers will adjust the more scouting, the more data they get on them. Sure. So pitchers will adjust, and then it's going to be, you know, he's going to have to adjust to their adjustments. Just That's just the game yeah. as baseball. Um, but just through five games, and then we'll see what happens this weekend. But through five games, he's – playing about as well as the Cubs could ask for. He's got a good personality too. We're, we'll have to yeah. sit in and just kind of observe him and cause he, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's fun. He's, you know, there's stories that come out of the, the rubbing David Ross's yeah. belly and stuff like that. I mean, chocolate. he's just chocolate. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's, um, you know, he's likes to have fun clearly with his teammates and he's, you know, some, maybe sometimes things get lost in translation. It's, sure. it's tougher to do an interview and like really do throw, show your personality through a translator, even though uh, his tr interpreter toy is awesome too. Um, but just even still, like you saw that introductory press conference, the Mike Trout, I love you is all this yeah. stuff. It's like, it's, he's been able to show his personality. And I think the, the more he gets comfortable in Chicago or just in America or in, in major league baseball, like he's, that's going to yeah. keep showing through, which is, the Cubs fans need that right now, especially after last year, last year's trade deadline. So that's a guy like Seiya Suzuki is the perfect, um, I guess, player for Cubs fans to latch on to right now yeah. as they kind of move forward in this new era of Cubs baseball. Well, enjoy it because we are now uh, celebrating the 15th anniversary or rather 15-year drought of a Japanese-born player for the Rockies. 2007, Kaz Matsui. Mm, it's the last okay. one. So it really? would have been nice to see Suzuki in purple, but... It's all right. Was it? Was that? Weekend. Were the Rockies in talks? Was that in the rumors at all? Back? Suzuki? No, no. They kind of uh, stay away from that market. Okay. They they went they went reason. full on for Chris Bryant. That's what Chris that's what Bryant, it was. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I cared about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's that's the guy. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see if it, if it's a two two split. I think the Rockies will come away with the series win, three games to one. Yeah, I give the Cubs one. Give the Cubs one. Yeah. 
Right. I think I think Strowman. Strowman had a really good first outing on. He pitches Saturday. well at course too. Yeah, he does pitch well at course. Well, He's done it with a guy that that has such a high ground ball rate in Coors Field, I think is like the best type of pitcher for Coors Field. Yes. Like because if, if you're giving up a lot of fly balls, they're gonna fly out of the park. So if you're giving up, I don't remember off the top of my head his ground ball rate, but it was like top ten in majors last year. Like he, and you saw. I mean, he saw it on Saturday. He rolls a lot of ground balls. Over fifty percent, I want to say on Saturday. Rockets ground balls. Rockies have coveted him uh, and, and yeah. tried to get him in the past. Twenty nineteen, they were even thinking yeah. about uh, trying to scoop him there from uh, from the Blue Jays. But yeah. hey, look, well, that's why they play the games, right? I, I think I'm he excited. could definitely limit, like, or maybe offset that advantage of Coors Field, the the atmosphere in Denver, whatever. I think having a ground ball pitcher can offset that for mm-hmm. the Cubs. So that that's definitely one I could see the Cubs taking. Um, as far as the other three, I mean, Justin Steele. He's a power lefty, but he's still unproven. So he's got to put, you know, string together good, successful starts. Right. Again, we have to see what happens on Saturday. Drew Smiley had a good start on Tuesday, but that's one, um, one in five, you know, five innings. He was scoreless, but again, he's another guy that has to string together a couple of successful starts before we can be like automatic win, automatic mm-hmm. win. Like <laughs> you don't really have that on the Cubs right now, so. And no Kyle Hendricks, so that's okay, right? You're, you're he, their he, he, starter. That's he had a rough good. Wednesday, so he did. He had a very rough Wednesday, so. But when he's Give, good, yeah. He's when he's good, good when, I mean. He, and Cubs and Rockies are good right now, so <laughs> I, I think this will be a fun series. Yeah. We'll we'll see uh, who wins out in the the chance at Coors Field if we hear more. Let's go Cubs, let's go Rockies. I think Rockies fans are going to turn out really nicely. They did all last weekend against the Dodgers, and we were able to drown you know those chants out. And I, I think it's actually going to happen again. It's still going to be nice here in, in, in Denver at Coors Field. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's exciting. Ryan, thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll be hanging out yeah. some more this week as Yeah, thanks for on. having me, for sure. I'm excited for uh, Saturday. It's going to be crazy here is what I hear. And watch party for the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Avs at home. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you got a night Rockies game. Like the DNVR bar should be packed. Saturday's a big off. sports day for Denver. We're ex- we're super excited. I'm excited off. to see it. I'm and Friday's Jackie Robinson Day too in baseball. Oh, it's gonna be a great. So that'll weekend. be funny. You know that the everyone's wearing the the Dodger blue number 42 on the jersey. Mm-hmm. So there's a 75th anniversary patch. All the players wear 42 this year. It's gonna be blue since it's the 75th anniversary. So if you want to get a little content of, the, of what's going on this weekend for the Cubs, or if you're just curious about the Cubs in general, make sure you're following our guy Ryan Herrera at Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera on twitter follow us at dnvr underscore rockies i'm at patrick d lyons i'm at the Susie hunter and this was a lot of fun but you know what they say about momentum it's only as good as tomorrow's podcast so we'll talk to you then 